Welcome to the Minnesota Vikings post-game report. Gabe Henderson here alongside Ben Lieber and Pete Bursich. Guys, the Vikings just walked off against the Green Bay Packers in border battle number 122, 34-31. It is the franchise's 500th win. And what a bird of fashion to do that, Pete. Anytime you play your rival and you're able to walk off on them, especially a team that's right atop the NFC, they're, they obviously have control of the division. Um, for a team like the Vikings who, you know, they've, they've seen their fair share of adversity and they saw it today and they battled through it. Um, but to, to win in walk-off style fashion, I mean, it's the Packers, man. Any way you could beat them, you could beat them. I, don't, I really don't, you know, I really do not care. This is, you know, we play the Packers and the Bears. That's when I become a fan. And today's game was just was, was, you know, fantastic. Were there things that could be better? Absolutely. But still. To beat an eight and two team, that's a that's an accomplishment. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, you can walk away from every game and say, like, was it perfect? Well, no, you never play a perfect game. I mean, there are parts we can absolutely pick apart some of this stuff for us, especially defensively, but at the end of the day, was it exciting? Heck yeah, it was exciting. You know, was it was it against one of the best teams in the NFC? Absolutely it was. You know, was it one of those games where you had to win this game to stay relevant? with your playoff chances, just with the energy and the mood of the team. Yeah, you had to have this game. This this game meant a lot more to us than it probably did to them as far as the weight of the game. And those guys stepped up and they won in dramatic fashion, which drama has been a part of this whole season. And it was nice yeah. that uh, we were on the plus side of that drama. Um, football is a game of chess, right? You always got to be two steps ahead. You got to understand – uh, well, you got to think for the for the other guy, and I, I just feel like we. I mean, no matter what the score was today, Clint Kubiak and everyone else calling plays or in charge of putting guys in the right spot, they were two or three steps ahead of the Green Bay Packers. I know the stat sheet doesn't doesn't say that, but we were able to get the ball to our playmakers in space at the right opportunities. What were your thoughts on just just some of the play calls and the creativity today, Ben? Well, I think the creativity and the aggressiveness is something that we keep seeing these last couple of weeks. You know, we talked about it last week against the Chargers. Like, hey, there's a point in time we were we were deep in the second quarter. We were 60% pass on first down. And for everybody saying this is a conservative offense, it's very predictable, we know they're just going to hand off to Dalvin and blah, blah, blah. And I think we're starting to see that change. We're starting to see that trend change and that tendency to change. And, and it it was the same thing this week. We threw a number of times on first down. You can no longer take this two-game sample. As, a, as teams go to scout other teams, you're going to have – you and, and Pete can, can back this up – you usually scout the last four games. Well, we have two games on record now that we're a 50-50 operation on first down. So what are you going to do as a defensive coordinator? We're going to give you multiple personnel groups. Um, you know, we're going to have – possibly JJ in the backfield on a, on an F angle for a touchdown. <laughs> you know, we're going to have we're going to have, you know, direct wide receiver handoff sweeps off a jet jet sweep. The one of the plays that I loved the most was we had Tyler Conklin on a on a boot on third down and they were completely fooled. And the reason why they were fooled was because earlier in that in that in the game, we brought him down in short motion on the exact same formation with the exact same personnel and we ran the ball. So, he kept that in his back pocket. He did the exact same short motion on the left-hand side. At the snap of the ball, he submarines out to the right-hand side, and he was wide open. And that outside linebacker thought he was going to wham him on a, on, a, on a block and completely missed, almost fell on his face. And so 
it wasn't just that it, they got J.J. Uh, in the backfield. It was other plays like that that I'm talking about with Conklin, too. And we, and we saw the same thing with the Green Bay Packers when they, you know, uh, on a couple of the bootlegs that they ran, they, you know, they were setting things up, right? And it's like you can kind of set things up in the course of a game from, you know, or if you do something consistently throughout a game, change it up the following week. I mean, yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot of a chess match going on, and defensively, you know, you got to figure some things out. The last four drives for the Packers amassed 339 yards. That's just that's entirely too much. And you know, they've been most of those big plays that they got today were mental errors or guys just losing losing contain, like Nick Vigil on a, you know on a swap boot, and you know some other kind of simple tight mental errors defensively that really cost you toward the end. It was great to have Patrick Peterson back. I thought Bashad Breeland played well when they challenged him. Um, you know, and he had an opportunity at interception. We had two opportunities, a ball on the ground and an interception on that same drive early. You know, that could have changed the course of the game as well. So, uh, you know, overall, it was they hung in there and they did what they had to do to win. Yeah, I mean, that you made a good point. The Green Bay Packers scored on all of their drives in the second half. They scored on three of their last four of the, of the game, um, but clearly we made enough plays to win the game, and I think the biggest part, Ben, was the fact that we didn't give them the ball back. Granted, uh, right after the two minute, right before the two-minute warning, we thought Kirk threw an interception to Darnell Savage, which was eventually overturned, but when you look at a play like that before, when you give up a 75-yard bomb to, I think it was Marquez uh, Valdez-Scantling, you, you can't let big plays like that happen underneath, and Granted, like I said, we made enough plays to win, but you do look at the film and you say, okay, we can we can be better in these areas. Well, and that's the thing that, you know, as Pete was saying, that your ability to change things on the fly, that's the one thing I don't think that we saw with our Vikings defense was the first half we did a great job of disguising our coverage, using Harrison as the deep center fielder, and I think that, that confused them because he's not normally the deep center fielder. Well, we came out in the second half and we used him more as a blitzer, kind of like how we normally do that in games in the past. And they killed us. When they saw him come down in the box and they thought they were going to get pressure, they would hit us. The tackling was poor, I thought, in the second half. Um, and and to, to reiterate your point, you look at that last drive in the first half and then the three drives after that, we gave up four drives and 338 yards defensively. That's horrible. You know, you can't, you know, there, you, and, and Pete was talking about during the game, it wasn't as if they were doing super creative right. stuff. Right. It wasn't as if they, they were, were just throwing quick stuff throws. they were ready yeah. for. It was just, they just kept us right. enough off balance. Mistakes. Mistakes. You know, mistakes. 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 And, you know, that's one of the things that you, you worry about. And you, you, with this team, it's that, it's that ability to put somebody away. It's that ability to, to have some momentum. We finally get some momentum and we miss a PAT. Right, and then you get a little more, and then you, you you stub your toe again with two minutes left to go. And this defense has to figure that out and figure that out quickly. The last two minutes of the half have been absolutely brutal for them, so they got to figure that out and figure out a way to stop the bleeding, especially late. We started fast, and you know, it, overall there's so many good things, but at the same time, some some things that keep rearing its ugly head, and we got to get those fixed. And we. Uh, Fortunately, we still have time. We still have plenty of games left to fix those things. Yeah, we're five and five. And speaking of, you know, the last two minutes of the first half, five hundred never felt so good, did it? Five hundred never <laughs> felt so so good. But you know, we've given up fifty nine points in the last two minutes of the second half. But the way we responded coming out of the half, scoring on the opening drive, the first time we've done that all year, the first time all season we've scored a touchdown 
in every single quarter. So offensively, yeah. we're starting to find that rhythm. And Kirk Cousins, he, he's another game, no interceptions, 24 of 35, 341 yards, three touchdowns. What can you say about his play, not only today, but the last few games? Uh, overall, he was protected very well today, which, which was good. Kenny Clark. Kenny Clark was just a menace early in this game, and once we kept him on the field for a while, he slowed down a little bit. I like what Cousins did in this respect. The The Packers' defense has been playing very well, but they, they've been squatting on the sticks, meaning when it's third and seven, they're right at those sticks, third and ten, they're right at those sticks. And because you know of their pass rush and they're you know really kind of a lack of the pass rush you lose Jair Alexander one of your better corners but you also lose Whitney Merciless who I think was playing very very well for them Zadarius Smith obviously earlier and then you you don't have Rashawn Gary you lose it, it puts a lot of stress on those defensive backs it's like the Bears defense back in the day the DBs you know they didn't face a lot of down the field routes because quarterbacks didn't have time the pass rush was getting there um, and then we, so we attacked them deep and then they made the adjustment, and they started playing those deeper routes, and that was almost the interception. And what happened? Well, those curls at the sticks started to come open, and we used those later in the game. So as those corners and safeties started playing those deep balls because we were burning them on them, that underneath stuff opened up, and that was great to see. So for Cousins, a smart game, good game. He hung in there, you know, got hit a few times. It was good to see him. You know, get himself up, you know, dust yeah. off a little bit, you know, and, and, and get back in there and fight. So that's that's a good point that you brought up, the fact that we were, you know, hitting our short game, uh, hitting our quick game, some some passes, some quick hitches, quick, well, a couple of spacing routes, spacing concepts. And I just remember going into the Chargers game last week and watching film, going into uh, just game planning for Justin Herbert. And I'm just like, they simplify this offense so much for Justin Herbert. They say, hey, five or ten yards here, we'll keep the sticks going, keep it moving. And I was like, why don't we do this as an offense? So seeing that today actually come to fruition and that's, you know, convert some of those third downs. Nine of 13 on third down today. And, and you know, I, the other things that I loved is that they got back to the lead ISO. It's a simple play. You run it in grade school. But, you know, with Dalvin Cook, it, it's it's been so effective. I did his highlight tape from last year, and I was amazed at the number of just regular old lead ISOs that turned, you know, that turned into big plays for him. And also on the early, the big completion of Justin Jefferson early in the game, I think it was the second drive, maybe even the first drive, an unbelievable blitz pickup by Dalvin Cook. The guy can do it all. As good as he is with the ball in his hands or catching it out of the backfield, he is smart. He is tough. I, I just – I cannot heap enough praise on Dalvin Cook because a lot of people like to talk, right? Dalvin Cook is not a talker. He's a doer, and he did it, you know, he did it again today, and, and that's how you lead because that film is going to come on tomorrow. They're all going to sit together and see that, and they're going to be like, that's the level with, with which I need to be playing this game. Everybody does. And so Conklin came up with some big things. I mean, you know, I think the entire offense contributed and, uh, you know, did a good job. Ole Udo got off the penalty train. You know, Derisaw gave up one, you know, gave up one sack, which was unfortunate. But, you know, overall, when they rushed four, Cousins had time. I mean, just speaking of the penalties, we know going into this game, we were the most penalized team, or at least the bottom three when it comes to penalized team in the NFL. The Green Bay Packers were the least penalized team in the NFL. Second least, I think. Second, yeah, yeah something I think like second that. least. And I think they only had like – like 7.7 penalty yard, well, penalties, yards per penalty, put it that way. Well, and that's the thing. You, you go through the, the checklist of things to fix. One of the easiest things to fix are the penalties, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, we still have a ways to go. We've yet to play what I would consider a clean game. But I think three penalties you know? for 25 yards is a Oh, that's a amazing. Yeah. I don't think it's not going to get much better than that. Right. I mean, and even the one that was called on Patrick Peterson, 
you know, was a little dicey. But, yeah, um, yeah they're the ones that made the mistakes today. And, it, you know, it, it feels good to be on the other side of that coin. Um, I'm going I'm to read off some stats to you. Uh, Justin Jefferson, 11th 100-yard receiving game, fourth most in the franchise history. Adam Thielen, seven catches today. He's now six all-time in receptions in franchise history with 454 passing his friend Cal Rudolph. Uh, those guys, well, I'll put it this way, fans were in for a treat today, not only because oh, we won no for question. a border battle, but the fact that the two superstars on the team had an amazing day. Keenan McCardo has to be praising his guys after today. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, you know, that's the thing is, is, is it, it's great to see when Cousins is forced to throw the football, whether it's blitz or hot, whatever, whatever, and he knows that Jefferson's covered one-on-one, -on -one, he's going to get the ball mm -hmm. to him and Jefferson's going to come down with it. That's what makes him so great. Yeah. And then as the Packers make some changes and start getting two bodies on him, then you get one-on-ones on the other side of the field with Kevin King and Adam Thielen, and Adam Thielen was just wearing them out. Yeah. I mean, that one throw on the far sideline, and we're on the we're on the Vikings bench. I mean, it was. I think it was. Um, it was actually Rasul Douglas, but yep. you would think that was going to be a back shoulder fade. Cousins throws it front shoulder. Thielen turns around and just like, oh shoot, reacts and catches the football, and that yeah. was a, you know huge play late in the game, and so. Um, that's those are the kinds of plays that you need. Right. Those are absolutely the kinds of, of make something out of nothing plays that you have to have to win big games like this. And and you know they're all playing well as a unit. And I love you know the explosivity and taking chances and yeah. still throwing it deep. We did it right at the beginning of the third quarter. Yeah, you, and that puts that changes the DBs because that makes them just give that cushion to, you know, they're not going to squat on these underneath routes, which was, which is what we saw on film. Because this Packer defense have been playing unbelievably yeah. well. Um, and it's because they're smart and they, you know, they take some chances and squat and stay low. And, and we were able to get behind them. And once, again, they started playing deeper, yeah. we started taking advantage of the underneath stuff. So um, just great adjustments all day long by our offense. Yeah, I think there's this, I mean, Clint Kubiak, Keenan McCardo, Andrew Janoka, they, they looked at it as a challenge. This Green Bay Packers defense had only given up uh, 23 explosives in the past, only two per game. The fact that we had multiple today, that shows that, you know, we can score points and get yards on any offense. I mean, well, on any defense. Well, and I think, you know, like Pete was saying, it's, it's really about, we say this all the time, take what the defense is going to give yeah. you. Yes, there are times where maybe you force a throw. Heck, the the touchdown to JJ at the yeah. end of the game where Kirk's facing a, a free blitzer and he and he knows he's going to get hit, that's a time to like take a chance, right? You're going to throw it to your best player. He's been making your right on all these 50-50 balls. So just go for it. Right. But how many times did we see maybe on se on second and medium, third and medium, it's just a, a quick little shot to, to Conklin where he's finding an, an opening, to Thielen where he's just sitting down in a little soft spot, you know, to Dalvin Cook on the on the side there in the on the uh, on that last drive where he's just going to make a guy miss. Sometimes those little checkdowns and dump-offs and just get it in your guys' hands, let them do the work. Yeah. And that's going to that's going to you know how frustrating yeah. well, that is. Well, you know this too. <laughs> if you if you want teams to quit blitzing you, and we had a hard time with 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 the Devonte with the, the um, Devonte Adams. Devon, no, not the Devonte Adams, but with the Devondre Campbell blitzing the A gap all day long. You want them to stop blitzing, you burn them deep, right? Yeah. And that's exactly what Cousins has been doing. Now teams are going to get in the red zone and they're going to think twice about sending everybody right. because, oh, my God, you're leaving Justin Jefferson one-on-one. -on -one. Kirk's just going to throw him a jump ball and he's going to come down yeah, with it. Yeah, like I can't expose he those guys again. Exactly right. So, you know, that's how you take things away. 
That's how, you, you know, it's hard to blitz Rodgers because he's so damn smart, mm-hmm. right? The one Valdez, Scantling, I think, or it was either him or Cobb, you know, you, you see the blitz come, Mackenzie Alexander, and he's waving at him saying, throw me the ball, and yeah, Rodgers sure. just waits. He buys some time, floats back, and by the way, Rodgers was not moving like he normally does. So no. I think I think this was the best opportunity we've had to beat this team in a More long so time. More so in the second half, though. He, he did just, extend some plays in the keeps, second half laying back and you know then throws one and you get the first down yeah. so my point you got to be super careful blitzing Rodgers and if we can keep doing this with Jefferson you know and Cousins then teams are not going to be that eager to to pin their ears back and blitz the hell out of us well always good to get a win no matter who the opponent is it just makes it that much more special when it's the Green Bay Packers at home we're five and five now and we travel to the Bay Area facing a five and five San Francisco 49ers team that's won three out of their last four Going into this game, what are your thoughts? Well, they're certainly riding high. I mean, they they beat you know a lot of people think is the be- the truly the best team in the NFL, and the, and the Los Angeles Rams, and they took care of business. And you know, I know that uh, that Pete was harping on this before this game, and I think that it, it really came to be a critical point in the second half. But we have to tackle. We have to yeah. tackle better. You know, San Francisco is. They are a little bit more of a dink and dunk offense. You know, they're going to get it down. And, and if you don't stop the run on them, they'll run it all day long. Exactly. So they can show <laughs> a little bit more power run game than maybe the Green Bay Packers can. So you're gonna have to you're gonna have to bow up, get big, put your weight on the front of your toes a little bit. But at the same time, then you got to look out for some of that play action stuff, some of that quick underneath stuff. And they're gonna use those those quick strong receivers to break tackles. So I, I think for us defensively, we have to be great tacklers, uh, which we weren't here in the second half. Yeah, I think Garoppolo, you know, you look at all of his really good throws are always between the hashes. He's not a super strong arm quarterback. He's not going to hit you like, like, you know, like Rodgers did today with Devontae Adams on a stop at 10, you know, 10 yards, 12 yards. He's not going to make those throws. He's going to be in between, in between the numbers, in between the hash marks. So our linebackers are going to have to play very well defensively against the pass. And, you know, and if you don't stop the run on them, they'll, they'll just keep running that football. So I love, I mean, you love on the uh, you know on a neutral field, however you want. You love that matchup because I think we're strong in the middle of our defense, and um, you know we'll see how things go. But I'm glad they're winning, just because you know they went down, took care of business in Jacksonville. So it's not as if they're coming off a loss. You know, it, it, it's they've only won one game at home this year. So there's something about being at home with them. Maybe because they're not really at home, they're more like in San Jose more so than they are in San Francisco. But there's just something about the the friendly confines there that that um, they've let some games slip away, and they yeah they they got some confidence now. But so do we. Yeah, this is going to be a big game. Granted, this win today is huge, but next week's game is playoff implications. Playoff implications are on the line. Absolutely. I mean, this is the wild card challenge, exactly. right? You know, you know, you you beat Seattle, which you is half, great. Yep. You got to go out here now and beat San Francisco. You beat Carolina. You beat well, Carolina. Right now, I think so. that we are currently after the games. This game and, the, and some other games have concluded that we are the number six seed right now yep. in the NFC. So we're we're clinging on to that. Yeah. But you, you had know. to fight like hell to get here. Yeah. Yeah. And they have to. And the players have to understand because of the mistakes that they made early in the season, because of the opportunities they let slip by, there are no more. Right. And you know, yeah. it, that's how you have to go to practice every day is and say, listen, guys. We can't just throw our helmets out there and win. We know that. If we've learned anything this year, it's when we play well and don't shoot ourselves in the foot, we've got a chance against anyone in this league. Yeah. And, you know, you go out to San Francisco and take care of business, people are going to the, – the, nationally, you're going to step back and go, 
Oh. Wow, 17-game season, you know, getting hot yeah. late. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, And then you, you know, look at our schedule, too, and not that, you know, we can do this. We can do this, but you're you're talking about from a player's perspective of, like, you got to keep your foot on the pedal and you got you to keep your oil hot, right? But from our perspective as fans – Schedule gets a little bit easier mm-hmm. after after the 49er game. Yeah. So if you're if you're looking on going on a quote unquote run and getting that confidence, that momentum going into the latter part of the season, this is it. Yeah. Yeah. Take care of business next week. Not to overlook the, some of the teams that, that that are on the on the horizon, but let's be honest. We yeah. sh- we should take care of business. Yeah. And we you, are the better team yeah, in right. the next in the next three and or four you're, games. You know the the bright side is at five and five. We're still two and zero oh against yeah. our division. Yeah. Right. And so you have two games against the Bears. The Bears lost again today. Um, against a backup quarterback, from what I understand, and so I mean, it's like, you know, where are they Take going? I mean, they're you know they're they're in tough shape right now, and you got to go into Detroit, obviously, and and so it's there. It's like it's yeah. it's there for the yeah, taking, yeah, and, yeah. and you know, as a Viking fan, you're going, oh no, let's go. <laughs> it's there for the taking, you know. So, but yeah, it, it, whatever they had today, and I think we've seen it the last two weeks. It was a little different attitude out in L.A. against the Chargers, right? I think it, it, it was a little bit more of a killer mentality, um, tighten things up a bit. I think they've continued to do that. I think the offense hopefully has found an identity mm-hmm. where it's stopped J.J. Mm-hmm. So now they're gonna have to, teams are going to have to commit more than just one guy to stop J.J. And then you got Thielen, you got Conklin, you've got, you know, uh, you know hopefully uh, um, hopefully yeah. K.J. Osborne isn't nicked up too badly. Um because you still have a lot of talent outside yeah. of J.J. on this team. Well, for some reason, we always play better on the road, so hopefully that continues. That trend continues next Sunday against the San Francisco 49ers. Vikings fans, you can celebrate tonight. The Vikings are winners 34-31 to over the Green Bay Packers. 500 wins in franchise history. Got to get 501 next week. For Ben Lieber, Pete Bursich, my name is Gabe Henderson, and this was the Minnesota Vikings Post Game Report. See you next week.